What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley brought to you by Profab Headers and Exhaust, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, SRI Performance, and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. What's up, guys? I'm David. I'm Connor. What's up, man? Not a whole lot right now. Um, some winter winter TLC on race cars. <laughs> um, a lot of schoolwork, but uh, kind of kind of a low key part of the year for me. How about you? You uh, you get out of pile of pile of schoolwork tonight? No, I got you to, got plenty. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as we get done, I got to run home because I got to I got a midterm to take. Ooh. but uh, yeah. What class? Uh, macroeconomics. Macroeconomics. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Nah, not really. <laughs> it's not the worst, but it's it's a little bit interesting. I'll say that, but it's it's not too bad. But right. midterm is for halfway there. That's good. That's good. You uh, a few more months. A few more months. You'll be there. Cool. Nah, we uh, kind of same same deal. We uh, got got the car, the legend new the, the, the newest legend car <laughs> painted. Um, actually, my dad's over there the throwing lights. some yep. pop rivets in. No. All the lights on. <laughs> Go check so, it out. Uh, getting some final touches done on it. And I gotta do all the lettering on it and all that fun jazz. And uh, so I don't know. Um, not too much. It's, well, we got a lot to do, but it's just baby steps of getting there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's always, Process. Yeah, it's always, you know, a hurry up and wait game, oh, yeah. I guess, because you got to wait on something or, I don't know, or, or, you know, wait to get off work or anything. <laughs> if I had all day just to, know, you know, come work on race cars, oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. I might have some stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> We'd probably still find a way to be behind. Oh, we would. <laughs> We'd still be behind. I don't care how much we do it. We would be behind. Um, So, cool. But anyway, um. Had some uh had some racing over the weekend. Finally, I guess mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, <laughs> um, we uh had L A. Uh, we'll get all into it here. Um, L A. Coliseum, the bash, the the clash. I'm sorry, <laughs> not the bash. I'm gonna still got it stuck in my head. Uh, the clash. Um. Was supposed to happen on Sunday. Ended up because of rain, and I even I think I said something to you. I don't know when they'll ever get that race in if they didn't race it early. Yeah, yeah. and it's we were over at the racetrack, yeah. and by the time we we talked about they were going to run the heat race tonight. Well, as soon as I got in the truck, I looked and they had already rescheduled the race and ran on Saturday night. Yeah, which is good. The class hand race you want to push on and on and on, especially Aww. an exhibition and and on the other side of the country too. So. Probably the best decision. Yeah, that was a really good decision. Um, NASCAR probably had to kind of take one on the chin because of it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Especially canceling that late in the day. Yeah, for sure. But I want to. Uh, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to bash on the Clash. I guess we'll say. Um, I think it's more the area, man. Oh, yeah, there's I, not- I, 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 me and Sterling were talking about this at church yesterday. Um, I said, man. I said, I don't care what race was. Say you're at Darlington. Say something like that happened, and they I don't care if it was just a truck race. Say all of a sudden they said, oh, we're moving it up. Hey, sorry, everybody, but hey, whoever can come, stands are free. Yeah. You know what would happen? It'd be a lot of people. It'd be a lot of people. It'd be more than that, more than was that. I LA. promise you, it'd be packed. And that's just the, I, that's the area out there, I think. Yeah, I don't I think mean, there's a big NASCAR market as they want it. 
No, they but want yeah, it to be huge. I think California, I think Southern California, some places might be okay, but I think the LA area, yeah, the big city, I don't think that's really huge NASCAR like they want it. I don't think it is either, and I hate it. I mean, I, I, I think what they've done out there was kind of neat to bring, yeah. you know. Sadly, because that was probably the best race out there of the three years, I thought. It Partly. was. It was or calm. Had, had <laughs> it was calm, which yeah. was which made it a good race. Um, I don't know. Uh, but they ended up, and and I'm really, I was kind of wondering about this. Not that I cared whatsoever personally, because I'm not a Machine Gun Kelly fan. But they put on there as soon as they put out, they were still racing. That the concert was still happening, and blah blah is what they originally put out. Mm. Um. All of a sudden, at the halftime break, they said, oh, we're trying to push the show along. Uh, we're going to have to cancel it. Yeah. I was fine with it, too. But I'm like, was the concert ever really going to happen? Or were they just saying that to get try to get people in the stands? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-race, post-race, do whatever you want, but don't, don't do one during the race as far as well, I'm yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm just, I was just wondering if they were still just well, trying to figure, use it. To, if you're going to cut out the heat races and everything, you better, better not put a concert in, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, also, something I was kind of looking forward to seeing to some extent anyway, just, just to see how it, what happened, you know, how it would look like. But the EV... Yeah. Did they do anything with no, it? Hey, no. No. I, I forgot about that, yeah. Uh, I did too until today, and I was like, man, I didn't see nothing with the, the electric thing. And, you know, I'm not against it so much as a lot of people are personally. Um I thought it'd be cool to see what it would Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. I I said it'd be really cool to just see what it does. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm under the... The way I think about it is... That's probably the closest thing to a stock car race we have now. In all actuality. Because that's what's selling. That is what's selling at dealerships right now. I mean, yeah, there's still other cars. But this this is what's selling also. a lot of hybrids. Yeah. That's what... So... I'm not completely against I'd it. I run, run, run a whole class of them at the Coliseum. Just something different if you want to, you know. I I personally don't care if you want to come up with a whole class of them and run them as a, not necessarily Xfinity series by no means, but. Just try it. See what it'll do. Something. Yeah. You know, have its own little group running along with the ARCA cars. That'd be, that'd be hey, cool. ARCA's dead anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you could definitely put it with the ARCA races yeah. and. And that'd be something cool to see, and I don't know. I mean, it might take off. Uh, obviously, from what I gather, though, they've kind of already. And uh, it sounds like, well, this is good, but we're really thinking hydrogen might be the way. Yeah, because they were somewhat. Something I heard was something about they were in Japan. Yeah, they were looking at those cars in Japan that they're. I read it. It's a very cool. It's a, it's a cool article I read, but it's very you know scientific because I didn't understand all of it. It was pretty cool talking about some series this this part is hybrid or something, but it still makes, you know, a lot of noise, oh, yeah, really. Yeah. It's not the the screeching. Well they said it was basically battery, you know. Yeah, they said it was, was basically um same or combustion type engine yeah. but running off of hydrogen fuel. That's what they so. Yeah, so that's what they say they're probably aiming for something more like that now in the future, which hey whatever. We'll see. Be interesting. Yeah. Um because uh, my whole thing is about any of them, and obviously they have to work those logistics out. But how do you? Uh, I don't think we got sound. How do you? Um, how do you? 
uh, refuel. I said, figure that part out. <laughs> I mean, uh, or maybe they make it where they don't have to. I don't, yeah. I don't know how all that stuff works. I don't either. I know um, Formula, was it Formula E? Yeah, Formula E, those. Those originally, I don't know how they're doing it now. I think they originally they, were changing cars. They got a better battery now where they can go the whole race, but. Yeah. It's still, that's saving battery. I don't think, I don't want to see that. I hope it's still. Really? I haven't. Because they'll, they'll kind of, they'll kind of, you know, save the battery, which is just, I don't know, it's. Worse than saving tires to me. I don't know. I just don't like. I don't like seeing the battery percentage up there. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah. I was curious to see what it do. See how it, see how it ran around the little coliseum. But I guess Mother Nature wins again. So real quick before we uh, we got some other stuff coming up here on the show tonight. Um, what'd you think about the race? The the qualifying being at the cut, the heats, and just kind of did qualify groups of qualifying and then took the top. Yeah. Out of you know, top was twenty two. Yeah, the provisional, twenty three provisional. Yeah. Um, what you think? I didn't think it was so bad. I think, I think the last group something happened to the track and it slowed way down because those were all pretty fast cars and you know half of them didn't make it. So that was kind of weird. Um, I guess it's just kind of out of necessity. I didn't, th- I didn't think the race in itself was terrible. You know, for what for what it had, there was there was some some action, but not too much wrecks to where it just you know, really bogged down. So I didn't think it was terrible. Just the atmosphere didn't feel really good at all. No, it didn't. Um, I felt like TV probably made qualifying more exciting than it was. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, I, now personally, I don't have a problem with, I kind of enjoyed back in the day, knockout qualifying. I wish they would go back to it now that they're not so dependent on arrow as much as they were. Yeah. Because I mean, it's a long race, you know, the qualifying. The qualifying matters, but it's not in the world, really. And it was... Well, it was, everybody it was wants cool it, show. Everybody wants it for the first stage. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. not for the clash, but for, for, you know, typical races. That's what they want. They care less about it other than the first stage. Um, But, like you said, I... I it was just cool. Yeah. Kind of see. Oh, yeah. It see definitely it was. Come in, cool it down, make another run. I mean, that same thing Formula One pretty much does that, and it puts on a pretty good oh, show, yeah. qualifying. So. Well, it just got to where it was. I think the problem with the, the NASCAR side was it just got to where they wanted to play so many games. Yeah, well, they got those 550 package with all that downforce, and you just you had to catch a draft to yep. run any type of good lap. So they all would sit there on pit road and wait. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. A couple where times it? they didn't even – I think Auto Club one time, yeah, they didn't even – they didn't make it back. Yeah, they all tried to wait around, and then another one made it back to the green flag, which was – Awesome, watch them sit there for 10 minutes. I think that pretty much ended the knockout style. But, yeah, I wouldn't mind them going back to that with the next gen. I wouldn't mind that. Is But but I, I, I'm going back even farther, you know, back in the day when they had two days of qualifying, essentially. You had a first round, second round, and there was a handful of people going to go home. Oh, yeah. I mean, wasn't going to make the race. Um, I think with the charter deal now, yeah. that's – that's kind of outside of Daytona. Really yeah, outside of Daytona. That's it's pretty much gone. Um, but it was cool to see, you know. And I know Chris Rice wasn't happy because um, I think neither of the college cars got in. I think. Yeah. I think it was Josh Williams didn't make it. Yeah. Um, um, forgot who was another one. No, not Justin Haley. Who's another one now? Um, well, anyway, they didn't. They didn't make it yeah. in. Um. Justin Haley did. <laughs> yeah, in the 51. He was actually 51. all right for a while. Yeah. he's. I think he's going to outperform that car for a while, personally. Hopefully, they, hopefully Ford will give him some help. 
Yeah, well, they're in with um, uh, Stuart Haas now. I think it is. Really? I think, or is it R.K.? I think, I think Roush. Roush. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. But um, they're they're got a good alliance with them, and I think they're gonna really step it up. So I don't know. What you think about the race? Like I said, it was all right. Um, can't the race ain't gonna be so good in a you know two tenths mile. But I thought I didn't think it was bad necessarily. I thought there was some. Some intrigue, it wasn't like nobody really dominated. There was a couple, you know, Ty Gibbs led for a while, and then Hamlet came back and got him at the end. I thought it pretty, pretty good. You know, they beat on each other a little bit more than the usual short tracks are now, and um, had some tempers flaring and stuff. So I thought, I thought it was, it was all right. You know, I think it's played out, but I think it's, yeah. it was, a, it was a pretty okay. Well, I heard, and I even heard on um, Denny Hamlin's podcast um, that that was a three year deal three-year contract they had with L.A. Coliseum, and they, he seemed to kind of think they weren't going back. Yeah. Not next year. That's, I, I don't hate the idea. I thought it was a good, good thing to try. I, I think, think it's I a think good it's, thing to try. I just think it's done. You know, it, it ran right. its course. So. Yeah. I think, But I think if you want to keep it on those lines, uh, put on some more. But I loved the uh, idea that Landon Huffman had, actually. He said, look, if NASCAR wants to go spend all this money on the infrastructure that it takes to put down everything at L.A. Coliseum, yeah. said, forget that. Let's bring it to short tracks, cross country, and whatever money NASCAR put the money into those tracks, build up the infrastructure of those and make them a great track for years. I mean, think about yeah. it. Let's just think about Florence, Florence Motor Speedway. Uh, we'll be there this weekend. Um Steve Zacharias and his crew over there have put in a lot of money and put in a lot of time, and we've seen stuff over there they were doing this weekend. Um, but if NASCAR was to come in and, I don't know, drop a million dollars in a track, yeah. um, I mean, uh, redo stands. Yeah, I mean, a sold out 15, 20,000 looks a whole lot better than a empty. Exactly. You know, 70,000, really. Exactly. I mean, you know, you could, you could, these tracks could do so much with that money and you bring it to a different area. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we got Darlington over here. I get that. But there's tons of places that there's so many short tracks around the country. There's not a NASCAR track right next door to it. Yeah. I mean, and they could use a ton of help and, and I heard Denny Hamlin, he, he talked about that. That's why I brought it up. Um, he was like, I don't think NASCAR is going to really do anything to not see any return. And I'm like, no, that's where you're wrong. In my opinion, in L.A., you're not seeing any return. Nah. In my opinion, if, you, if you're getting people to a local short track and getting them immersed, I guess you say, in the racing, they're going to become a race fan. Yeah, They're going to become... Uh, they're going to be watching all kinds of racing. I wish they NASCAR would. included. Yeah. Um, I wish they'd do it at Greenville Pickens. You know, kind of, yeah, kind of a exactly. bigger track anyway. Exactly. And it's, you know, <laughs> you know, if something like that would have happened, maybe we wouldn't have lost Myrtle Beach Speedway. Yeah. I mean, that would have been Myrtle Beach would have been great. Awesome. Already a decent amount of stands and yeah, a little bit bigger short track. Yeah, and, and a great area. Yeah, that people would want to go anyway. Um. Man, I, I I really could see that as a a good yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, there had to be in my you probably had to plan years ahead, 
But I mean, what's the problem with that? <laughs> if they put up a track inside the Coliseum in about a month and a half. Well, so. yeah, but I'm just saying, say say they're going to... Yeah, if you want to just make the facility... Yeah, have it at one track, and then when you're at that track, announce the next year's where it's yeah. going to be. And in a year's time, so many yeah. things could happen. Because um, it, is, it is an exhibition race, and I don't think going... I don't think everybody wants to go back to Daytona. No, I don't think they really do either. Um, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to jump on the phone here. Um, we got a gentleman that will be uh, highlighting, <laughs> highlighting a lot of things going on this weekend. Mr. Brian Voss, what's going on, man? Oh, not too much, man. Just trying to get everything prepared for the weekend. Hope for the best. How about you guys? Oh, man, we are... Uh, having a great monday i guess it is a it's been a monday i will say that <laughs> but uh just to let everybody know brian voss is the general manager at florence motor speedway where we will be headed over to watch the icebreaker this coming saturday man i am excited uh me and connor were over at the track uh this past saturday actually and uh track's looking good man y'all y'all got some projects going on over there making it better and better every time yeah, man, we're always trying to each and every year. Um, you never have the same experience twice when you come to the track. So anything that we can incorporate that make the experience better on both sides of the fence, we try to do that. Um, this year, the big thing was always the tech shed. We have a lot of uh, unwanted spectators that seem to want to sit there and watch every little thing that they can. So we figured out it's not fair to the guys you know, in post-race inspection or qualifying inspection. So we figured out a way to enclose that and make it a little bit more fair. We were picking around about it. I said, Maybe windows. I said, just to make everybody outside mad that they can't get to what they see. <laughs> That's right. Like a little prison window, just a little tiny one, just so you can barely peek in. Everybody take turns looking at it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Well, buddy, I want to, uh, real quick, before we really get into all this weekend, I know we had talked a little bit. Uh, I, I, man, I want to get into to your history in racing a little bit. Let everybody know kind of where you came from. Um, you've, you've accomplished a lot in racing yourself. Um, but let everybody kind of know where you, you, where you come from really. Yes. Yeah, so originally from Georgetown, South Carolina. Um, my family has been in racing definitely as long as I can remember, as long as my dad can remember, uh, third generation, my granddad on the car for many years and race just right here in South Carolina, whether it be Myrtle Beach, Florence, Somerville, and even back when Conway had a track. Oh yeah. Um, just as a kid, just sitting there, you know, working on it, cleaning it, do time trials or practice fees and just write them down and everything before race monitor and all this transponder to the thing. And then whenever granddad funds kept kind of kept him to the side and couldn't race, um, my dad and I had a good relationship with Tommy Bird, the TWB Motorsports. So we helped with the likes of Robert Powell and Rick Smith when they drove. And then the car just kept sitting there, man, for many years. Um, it was an old children's chassis, I think 1986. So it was older than I was. And <laughs> granddad was sitting there looking at me and one day, said, you want to go practice that thing? I said, heck yeah, man, let's go give it a shot. <laughs> So I was 20 at the time, um, just going to the track, playing video games. Never did go-karts, never did anything like that. Um, so it was a limited late model at the time with Billy, and we were pretty quick. We ran the first full year in 2010, uh, won the rookie of the year, and finished fifth in the points. And then Billy merged the classes the next year, um, got our first win, which for my granddad, that was his first ever win at the car owner. Been on a car since the 50s, so that was a pretty big deal for the family. Oh wow! And then from there, tried to stay with it. Um, and then when funds kind of put us on the sideline, had some great people come forth and give me an opportunity. Uh, Richard Burgess, that was a strand termite number 30 car. We had a lot of success with that. 
Um, really about got some big wins. Pulliam kind of came down one year. I think it was 2017 and stole our thunder. Uh, we finished <laughs> second to him eight times. Uh, about one icebreaker, finished second to him there. Second to him in the state points, track points. Uh, I think we actually ended that year in the nation. I think we were like ranked 13th or 14th, and he won a national championship, of course. So that was a real good season for us. And then um, similar situation, some unforeseen circumstances happened with Richard. He had to get out of racing and kind of went idle for a while again. So uh, Billy Brewerton gave me an opportunity in his truck, got some wins there. Then he wanted to get a late model, got a couple wins there. And then <laughs> unforeseen circumstances, once again, uh, we'll want to get back in racing, which I was all about, you know, keep it in the family. That's where I came from. So I got sidelined again. And then the last season of Myrtle Beach in 2020, Kendall Sellers with AK Performance. We ran a couple races with them. And the last race we had finished fifth. I think we would have been a little bit better had the race went to lap 101. Um, it was shortened, but we came from 17th and finished fifth, kind of playing the tire strategy game. But, yeah, man, I've been blessed. Uh, I wish I was still doing it, but there's nowhere else I'd rather be than a race like every Saturday. I took one year off there kind of. Thought I was burnt out on it, but it didn't take very long to realize I need to be back a part of it. <laughs> it's uh once once it's in your blood, it's hard to get it out for some reason. I don't know why that is. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, man, after that, you decided, or, or the, the the Zacharias family took over Florence Motor Speedway, and uh, first of what was that? First last year, am I correct? And they brought you on. Uh, yes. So actually, when we left Myrtle in twenty, so Steve and I. When Bob Lutz took over the ownership of Myrtle Beach Speedway back in 2012, Steve and I was like our original core group. So we were there from the start with Bob. Um, I was mainly doing the NASCAR racing experience and kind of just anywhere I thought from a competitor standpoint, I could be of an assistance for the competition side of it. When it came to the weekly racing, I would offer up um, my advice to you know, Steve and Bob and Bill Hennessy at the time. And that kind of just went from there. I separated, like, I'm a competitor. Don't let me make very many calls, but it would be nice if we had this or we'd seen things go this way. And that kind of just kept steamrolling every week and every season. And then when Bill stepped down, Steve and I kind of, Bob just said here, like, everything seems to be getting better. I'm going to give you guys full control. Steve, you be the point person, you know, in front and center, behind, kind of behind closed doors that you're still racing. But whatever you guys think needs to happen. So, I mean, we took that to heart. I mean, that's all we cared about. We were passionate about it. His family likes mine. And we're from it. I mean, that's, we just want to see it survive. And we, we took pride in, like, bringing the super trucks back. I mean, they were down to five, six trucks. And we got Myrtle before we closed. We brought them back up to 18, 19. Um, the late models, it was kind of the place to be every Saturday. And then um, I guess Bob had to – something came presented to himself, which, you know, can't fault the man too much. It was a, quite a substantial financial amount. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, we lost Myrtle Beach. And then Steve, myself, and Savannah kind of migrated over to Florence. Charlie was ready to get rid of it. I just wanted to put it in better hands. He knew he didn't have the help to keep it running like it needed to be. And I was with him in 2020, and then that's when I kind of just got a little bit burnt out. just didn't feel the same not being with Myrtle Beach. Um, so I said, maybe I'm going to try something else. Yeah, and like I said, that didn't take but a year to realize <laughs> I got to be back at a racetrack. It just doesn't feel right. I mean, Floyd Racing does an amazing job, but my couch ain't the same as sitting out there hearing it, being around it, just seeing everybody that you know for so long. So Steve asked me to come back on board. Um said, let's just do exactly what we did at Myrtle Beach. He said, whatever you, if you tell me to make a phone call to this guy because you think it'll work, I'll make it happen. Like, you just do whatever you need to do if you need my help and vice versa. And we just work hand in hand so well. I mean, we're best friends. Been that way since 2020. Him and I just have the same mindset. We can almost finish sentences, whether it's quoting a movie or just knowing what path we think uh, racing needs to go for here or there in a weekend. Um, like this 
particular weekend, the icebreaker, we kind of started, and I think it was 2017. It was just, you know, guys been sitting idle, and these late model guys, we don't have very many support divisions with it. We just know late models, like, these guys got the money. They, they, <laughs> if they, they're not, they might be rebuilding a particular side of the car, but they probably got three or four cars. So they're ready to race. Let's get them going. That, that, and you are absolutely right, man. I remember uh, heading down to uh, Myrtle Beach, even, when they had the icebreaker down there. And uh, and I think it was the Cars Tour was uh, come down there, and that, that kind of opened the season for them. And uh, I remember that being a uh, just such a fun race. And it was like you said, it was just it, it was the icebreaker. We sat in the sat out there, you know, all winter not doing anything, and then we get there, and it's like, man, it's time to watch some racing. And and it was good racing. And y'all have brought the uh, the best to Florence Motor Speedway here with the icebreaker coming. And uh, man, I, I tell you, um, y'all have y'all have done a great job, and y'all are pulling in some names at, that that are coming to run this race. That this is this has become, or has been, and and being even more one of the most prestigious late model stock races. Yeah, we certainly appreciate that. We take a lot of uh, pride in this specific event the 400 is its own entity yep. and just keeping that going in south carolina was big but like i said the icebreaker and then what we kind of started last year with the locked in I mean, we, we kind of hold those closer to heart because those were weren't events until we said hey this, this might be something cool let's try this um and we, we were always thinking outside the box i mean i don't know if you guys you may have remember back at myrtle beach we kind of had an in-season tournament so like last year when denny hamlin was talking about head-to-head knockouts we're like we did that we did that at Myrtle Beach. Yep. Daytona won Beach Madness, man. Don't don't try to take credit for something we did years ago. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> so, right. But um, yeah, this ice icebreaker has been a pretty important event. Uh, we used to team it up with Modifieds, but now they kind of have their own weekend that they're coming on March second. Um, but we it's just late models. That's the main show. Very few support divisions. You never know what you're going to get weather-wise. You want to keep it short and sweet. <laughs> like last year, you could have a hundred percent chance of rain, but hey, Junior can only make this that Saturday, so we had to figure out a way to get it in. Luckily, we did. <laughs> just race, just go. It the, as a DW's vortex theory. That's how I like. Just keep racing; it'll go away. <laughs> that's right. Don't sit idle. Let's keep it going. That's right. That's right. Well, man, tell everybody. Uh, y- y'all have been steadily putting out some drivers. Let everybody know a couple of the drivers that's coming out to uh to uh, support this race. Um, I mean, from the competitor side of it, we got so many good ones, man. We got the, uh, of course, Junior and Quaffle, so Junior Motorsports to be represented. I know that's what that's going to be on the outside of the fence. The fans will love that. Um, the Kelly brothers are always stout. Casey and Cody, they're going to be really good. They're both entered. Um, the 400 winner from last year, Cade Brown will be there. Track champ from last year, Matt Cox and his teammate Yarborough. Um, last year's winner of the Icebreaker, Doug Barnes Jr. will be there. Last year's advanced auto parts weekly champion connor hall he signed up with barry nelson he'll be there um barry nelson driver last year landon huffman just signed up this morning i mean i think we're at like 34 35 and there's a couple of them that we know are on the route so we think we may be right at 40 which is you know, anytime that the car count can get higher than the year before we're all about man I, i'm telling you it's um it, it's it's steadily steadily growing and i and i love it man it's uh uh, like I said, this it's becoming a race, or it has become a race that I look forward to. Uh, you know, getting off the couch and oh, yeah. going to track every uh, every year. Uh, so, so tell everybody out there listening, kind of kind of the order of events, not necessarily race order, everything, but uh, what times everything kicking off? When's it? When they need to be there? 
Oh, yeah, Friday just kind of all day practice day. Um, everything gets a couple rounds, like 12 o'clock. Grandstands, people want to come hang out and watch. just free, you know, no charge there. And Saturday, get the pit gates open. I think it's 8.30. Uh, everything gets one round at 10 a.m. Uh, we may do break up the support division for two 10-minute rounds. The late models just be at one round, 45 minutes. Qualifying 12.30, then we'll roll right into features around 2.30. Um, yeah, the late models is, all, is different for the icebreaker than it is for the 400. They kind of break it up into two segments. So you know, two 125 segments and kind of can use the first half as a strategy learner for the second half. This one, you got what you got. You take the green flag, you make a mistake here, or you miss time how you save your tires and track position. It's going to cost you because there's 125 straight through and no brakes. No, I like it. I like it. It, it, it and and Florence is one of those tracks, you know. I always remember, uh, and they still talk about like this area, Darlington. When they talked about NASCAR, Darlington just eat up tires. Well, Florence Motor Speedway is same way. It it uh it is somewhere you have to conserve tires, and man, it 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 you really see what drivers have the car control under them to to conserve them tires and make it those all those laps. That's right. You can definitely tell the guys you know are accustomed to Florence from years previous. Um, and they're always up there at the front. But it was kind of alarming on how many guys that ran with us at Myrtle Beach had never even seen the facility. And they came and said, this place is very like a miniature Myrtle Beach. And we're like, yeah, <laughs> yep. we've been trying to preach that to you guys. I mean, they called it, I mean, uh, Steve's kind of rolling with what NASCAR said a couple of years ago, the diamond in the southeast. And it, it truly is that. I mean, it puts on some phenomenal racing each and every week. Well, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, Connor decided to throw up a race on iRacing last night. We ended up running at Myrtle Beach <laughs> in some late model stocks. <laughs> and, man, we had fun. Oh, it was so much fun. So, uh, so guys, obviously, um, Florence's place to be this weekend, Florence Motor Speedway. Um, it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh it's going it's going to go fast actually uh with, with the way everything's laid out so if it gets if it gets cool that night we're not worried about it uh racing's gonna be during the daytime everybody so uh y'all come out to florence motor speedway uh what's ticket prices for this weekend uh grandstand is 25 bucks um kids 12 and under free for the grandstands pit pass is a little bit different uh, if you got a nascar license 40 non-nascar license is 50 and that's for the whole weekend so that's friday and saturday just one set fee for everything um, but we're pretty excited about it, man. I mean, we talk about the late models, and that's going to be a show, but we got some three pretty stout sport divisions. Super trucks are growing. They'll be back. Uh, many stocks, these guys, are <laughs> for the last couple of years, when everything started to open up for you know, F45s and the late model tires, now we're at a point where finally many stock drivers can get some tires. So I know they're all looking forward to that. Actually put on a pretty good race. And then um, Lou Carlisle's Star Super Stock Tour, they'll be there at Street Stocks. So it's going to be the – last race of the night 50 laps and i think he said he's around 15 or 16 guys signed up so you know the street stocks always put on a well of show as well uh, uh, yeah they sure do and that's a uh that's a division there that that is steadily growing for sure and we had a uh, we had uh the four owner uh uh champion matt briggs on uh the, a few weeks ago yeah. so um so yeah i mean guys definitely head out it's gonna be a great day of racing uh, get out! <laughs> time to get get out, get out the house, get out the cold weather. Uh, looks like temperatures are going to be great this weekend. I think so, man. I don't want to talk about that R word. No, I we ain't saying nothing about that. We <laughs> tried the rarest ugly heads at AM showers, and we're like, man, last year you tried to tell us one hundred percent. We're getting that thing. <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. I remember, uh, was it? I think it was your twenty twenty two season over there. 
Man, I think every time we went, there was a huge chance. And there were certain times, it, it just in the middle of the day, we had some of that wet stuff on the ground. But we still raced. We still raced. We got it in. Uh, we, we, we got, I remember one night we ran legend cars in the rain kind of <laughs> but it was <laughs> I, I ended up off of turn one over there but i kept going i was good to go so. <laughs> that's right I, I wasn't there at the time and i'm sure steve looked at it and said well these guys got groove tires so we could probably get something going here <laughs> yeah and, and you know i've heard people say that but th what did i think everybody forgets is we got groove tires we don't have near the weight on them things <laughs> that's true and that, i'm pretty close to matt cox i mean uh he told me that all the things that he's driven in the ranks, he said, "Legend cars." He thought that's by far the hardest. He said, "Just the power to weight ratio and everything." He said, "It was, it was a handful to say the least." Yeah, I, Connor probably agreed there. <laughs> oh, what, yeah. Would you? <laughs> oh yeah, Connor. Uh, I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna throw this out there. He was out there uh, practicing a little bit Saturday, and uh, he come off a of four one time, completely sideways, and we thought we was about to be scraping it up off the track, but he just kept driving it and turned a great lap. And I was like, yeah. "Okay, maybe that's just how you need to drive these things." Stay in it. You know, I'm telling you, man. I don't see these guys practicing legend cars too much fun. I said, "I'm gonna have to pack my gear up and just leave it in the trunk. Half suit, will travel." Anybody? I, I just want to take it for a few laps. Come on, come on. We got a few of them. We, we, you can jump in them. <laughs> you can jump in it. Oh, don't tease me with a good time, man. I'll beat it. <laughs> Come on, anytime, man. Uh, well, I want to uh, throw it out there real quick. I know we're talking about the icebreaker this this uh, this weekend, but um, already big schedule of racing out for the entire year. Looks like y'all going to have a uh, man. So many cool races coming up. Um, just season opener. I think is when, when is it? March. March second is uh, so the Smart Modified Tour will be there then, and I think it's the Carolina. Crate modifieds will be there as well, and then we'll have some of our weekly divisions like chargers and mini stocks. Late models and trucks and the rest won't actually start till the 16th, and then from there on, we're bi weekly for the most part. We'll still do our normal day races until I think it's May, just because you never really know what you're going to get temperature wise. That's right. Um, and then from May 11th back to night races every other week, um, both races before Darlington, we had the preludes. That second one in August will be the Z Max Cars Tour. Yeah. Um, that should be a pretty big deal. Yeah. Junior's already amped up about that one, trying to get some guys on board. And uh, so I think that's going to be a big deal. And then, um, of course, you know, we're rolling to the 400 same weekend before Thanksgiving, November. That that, that was uh, the Cars Tour race, the, the weekend of the Labor Day weekend race. That, that was one I wanted to bring up, man. If anything else happened on the schedule, I think that is one of the coolest, coolest dates there um, for the year because I think that's going to um, – there's always a good crowd when we have um you know people over at darlington they're able to come over to the track uh after whatever they're doing at darlington that day but man to bring the cars tour in that week for y'all to work that out with the cars tour to get that lined up man that worked out perfect i think yeah man jack and his crew are just incredible to work with they make it very easy and kind of put the ball in your court and say like this is what we can do um, we're flexible and open to anything um like i was speaking a little bit earlier though you know, just last year being the first deal with that locked in and uh, Junior just kind of showed up out of nowhere. Like, Steve and I said, this is an event that can go somewhere. And then when Jack called, I think it was 1st of January, and said, uh, we want to come during this event, had a circle. Like, of course you want that one. Like, <laughs> we, we thought that was going to be a big deal for us. Um, but I think we kind of met in the middle, and it's going to be good for both sides. So we're looking forward to it. That's going to be a lot of fun. All right, man. Well, we sure appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us. Are, are, are we still on Baby Watch? We're still on Baby Watch, man. I'm actually – 
Just got done. I got my eye racing rig too. I had to move it out to the garage, so I guess she's kicking me out the house completely. But oh. Cribs up. Due date February twenty first. I'm just telling her you you might want to do the best you can to hold that thing for a couple more weeks because we got some big races coming up. <laughs> All right, man. Awesome. Well, buddy, I appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us tonight. Uh, love to get you back on some throughout the year. Talk about some racing over at Florence Motor Speedway. Um, but buddy, we will uh, we will see you out there this weekend. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys. You guys do a great job. Anytime, I'm going to just phone call away. Just give me a shout. We look forward to having you guys this weekend. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Yes, sir. You guys, too. Thank you. All right, everybody. Mr. Brian Voss, general manager of Florence Motor Speedway, um, getting ready for the icebreaker yeah. this week. What you think about it, Connor? I know they got some good cars going to be there. Um, I feel like last year, you know, they had a good – Good race lined up in the rain really derailed it for the yeah, first, first some parts. So, um, still a great race, but um, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. That's usually puts on a really good show, even back to the Myrtle Beach days. So, really looking forward to going out there and watching some racing. I am too. I am too. We uh, like we said, got into a little bit before he got on the phone, or right as he was on the phone there. We were over there this past weekend, uh, doing a little bit of testing in some legend cars, um, seen. The, the where they're working on the tech shed, the tech shed yeah. and, and closing it, um, building a room off the side, I guess, for some you know storage and stuff. And you know, it it kind of makes me sad because I remember on all the videos that you put up, um, you see that tech yeah. shed, it's just it's just the old tech shed. I don't know, I'm just that guy, but makes sense it makes 100 yeah. percent sense yeah because i have seen so many fights and arguments and oh, yeah. everything else under that tech shed because people sticking their heads in where they don't need it in <laughs> at that time uh so uh, it's it's just cool to see improvements cool to see a track that um at a time when there's so many tracks that are closing the doors and and folding and and you know worrying about how they're going to have their next race. we got tracks like Florence Motor Speedway that's uh, steadily improving. Yep, really been revitalized. It has. It has. And, um, you know, he talked about Mr. Charlie Powell, and we've had Robert on here, and I, and I think Robert and uh, and CP3 and all them can appreciate, you know, what, what was left um, after Mr. Charlie was there and the direction it has headed since he's been gone and so everybody can I, oh, yeah. you know um i got pictures of myself and i know you do uh but i got pictures of myself when i was two and three years old uh in the pits down there and um i, I know you've grown up over there yourself and so it's uh it's cool to see tracks sticking around like that we'd uh we love to uh help out as much as we can and you know do whatever we can to support our local yeah. racing at least so um man i'm excited though i'm excited oh, yeah. to see see some good racing um yep. what you think about it what, what what uh what's your predictions for the weekend what 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 kind of what kind of how close you think this late model stop field is going to be i think it'll be really close i don't think um at one time you know first couple of years like it was a really big tire saving and all but the last couple of years um the icebreaker and the 400s really you don't want to kill it, but you you want to be in the top five or hanging on the top five at least by halfway. That's usually where 
the winners come from. Ever since, you know, not since Majeski did it, has anybody really come from the back? That's right. Saving tires, you know. So just, just they're all so good, really. Um, so I think they're going to be racing pretty hard all the way through. Yeah, I remember last year, um, Butterbean, um, our buddy Brennan Queen, uh, spun it in qualifying and kind of tagged a wall. Didn't really hurt the yeah. car per se. Some body work and stuff. They got it back together. And uh, he had to start at the back of the field. And I remember at the first race we were watching it, and he was kind of just Wait. trying to save yeah. tires and lay back. But the race went green for so long, and he had zero advantage at it. I mean, he made it up through the field some, but not where he wanted to. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you think about the, the first half of the 400 this year was very, very rough if you saw it, you know. It's just, you know, surprising. They used to just ride forever, you yeah. know. So, I think the thing is going to be pretty intense all the way through. It, Yeah, it should. It should be. It should. Uh, I want to thank real quick, ladies and gentlemen, our good friends over at Profab Hitters and Exhaust. Profab Hitters and Exhaust, ladies and gentlemen, they, uh, I don't care what kind of ride you're in. I don't care if anything from, from um, you know, our guys running street stocks, all the way up to super late models and everything in between. Head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust. Talk with our buddy Andy. Uh, they are quality that wins, and, and that is their slogan for a reason because they do. They, uh, they're they up front every week. Um, you can't beat them. So head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust. Also, ladies and gentlemen, SRI Performance. They're your one-stop shop for all things racing. Um even those profab headers. So head over to uh, SRI Performance, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, get yourself a- anything that you uh, you can for your car. I like to say they're like Walmart for race cars. <laughs> they got everything. Um, we were actually racing with one of buddies that works over there last night and talking to him about parts <laughs> while we were on iRacing. And he's like, I'm going to check on that for you. So I got to get with him and see if he got it. <laughs> but, uh, but, so y'all head over to SRI Performance. Uh, head over online, www.sriperformance.com. Uh, fill that card up. Get everything you need, everything you want, anything from performance products to safety products and whatever else. They got it all. So uh, head over there, fill that card up, uh, put in promo code CBONE10. That's C is in. Chicken. B-O-N-E-1-0. Get yourself 10% off there at time of checkout. Um uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, can't uh, same deal over at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Um, they got they got every material you could think of that you would need to build not just race cars, but anything. I mean, any and everything. Stock Car Steel and Aluminum guys, they're they're so much stuff. I don't care if you're looking for painted aluminum sheets for you uh, dirt guys, or if you're looking for uh, tubing for you. Uh, for you builders out there, for you roll cages, they got the Pro Molly tubing, um, everything else in between, guys. Any kind of material you need, head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. They they they'll hook you up. Also, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Um, I think I got to be heading up there here real soon. Pick up mine. <laughs> cool. Woohoo! So uh, Earl told me he's about got it ready to rock, and uh, we're ready to load it in and and go this year so um y'all head over to earl ramey racing engines uh i remember he he put on 
I think it was Snapchat, Instagram, so I don't know, something last night. Um, that they were building, he was building a motor. I mean, it was not complete at all, <laughs> but he he had to get it together yesterday after evening or whatever it was, and it had to be in Volusia today. Wow. Um, so they were getting it done, but that's kind of yeah. kind of service you'll get from our Ramey Racing Engine. So y'all head and get you one. Uh, from Earl Ramey. All right. Um, so, Icebreaker, still, um, like I said, we got got some uh, support classes. We got trucks going to be over there. Uh, mini stocks, street stocks, stars, uh, Boo Carlisle's uh, tour. It was GSX series last year. They changed the name to the uh stars super stock super stock yeah. series um it's, they kind of tagged in at the bash at dylan um it was kind of a co-sanctioned event i guess you say uh is how they put it up um boo carlisle we had him on uh i don't know been a few months back um i like boo he's he's a cool guy oh, yeah. um i think that's the series they got some good dates, got some good tracks. I saw uh, it's going to be up and running uh, this year, um, you know, just building on from last year. Uh, but it's becoming a good regular thing. Oh, yeah. um, I, I want to see a good street stock. I, I, you know, I keep talking about this. I, I, I like street stock. I don't know why. I, I, oh, yeah. I do too. They're, they're, they're always a fun race to watch. Oh, yeah. Always close. I think is what I like about it. It's yeah. typically a close battle between somebody, and and most of the people in there are not scared to use the bumper. Yeah. And I think is what I like about it so much. Not that they just knock each other out of the way. They just you know they ain't afraid to push somebody up out of tra- uh, uh, out the groove if need to. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, uh, what else he say? Um, anyway, that, that's great. Great day racing. Day racing is to own tap for sure. So y'all come over to um Matt Grantham said he's looking for a street stock. Anybody got one? Y'all know where one is. Hit me up. I get you with Matt. He uh he's he been, been racing up with the legends already? No, he said he's keeping his legend. He told me. Good. His his daughter wants to drive some. Cool deal. He wants to teach her how to drive in the legend. He wants to give him a street stock. I do. I want a street stock too. I think I do think they look fun. Connor needs street stock. He needs one of everything. Out <laughs> yeah, there. we need to get him back in a four cylinder. We need him. Oh yeah, all of it. <laughs> all right. Well, we didn't talk about all of it, uh, but we went and we went over to Florence Motor Speedway this past weekend. Um, got in some practice in yeah. the Legend car. Uh, what you think about it over there? Florence as usual. Yeah. Um, just fast track for Legends. Really, it it's is pretty cool. Um. No, just it was, it was good. Nice day, nice weather. It's uh, track was pretty fast and all, and uh, yeah, just had a good time with the guys, you know, Dennis and Barry out there. And we were yep. good to have some practice before we get started here. I, I think Dennis got spooked. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we pig at him. Uh, tell him that. Um, you you got out there and you was, you was pretty fast. Yeah, we were, we were pretty good. It was it unloaded real good, which I was happy with, and uh. Got hopping bears car one time was pretty fast and he picked it up too. So it was, it was overall a pretty good day. It was, it was. Um, I like those days over there testing. I'm probably gonna be back over there here soon. Oh yeah, doing it again once we get this other car back together. 
um here in the next week or, or next couple of weeks probably be back over there uh testing it out and trying out some things um but man that's that's, that's what a little about florence must be way over there it's, it's in our backyard over here and oh yeah they're always glad to have us so uh cool 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 um Florence Motor Speedway is a place to be this weekend, people, because there's no other racing going on. <laughs> <laughs> no other racing. Got a week now between the, are we, the, there's a, you know, two weeks technically between. Until Daytona. Until Daytona. Uh, so there's a weekend in between, which I think has made that icebreaker race. Yeah, I think it's a good spot. Land, yeah, perfect spot because the guys are back and some of them just want to run something. And it's like, hey, let's throw together one late model race before the season starts and that'll be so uh i'm looking forward to it looking forward to uh all that um cool what else we got super bowl is about the only thing man. super bowl that is right yep. super bowl sunday um we got the kansas city chiefs and the 49ers yep san francisco uh what's thing i hope 49ers good that's kind of team i've been lightly following you know, over the last it's just like I mean, I'm, I'm Panthers, I'm Broncos. I'm not, I'm bigger into college football. Too. I am too, <laughs> but I do like you know got the old Debo Samuel, South Carolina guy, yeah. and I, they're just a pretty cool team. But um, I don't know. The Chiefs, the Chiefs always seem to be good in the playoffs. They you, can't, you can't take that away from them. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. They got the uh, Taylor Swift good look charm. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, they got something. I don't know. <laughs> They all of a sudden picked it up. That's what I said. Huh. I said once she started coming around, they didn't lose near as much. No, reason. well, they do that every year though. You know, they do play, they playoffs. Do. They they just really nothing spectacular. They just play. They play their best in the playoffs. So I don't know. We'll have to see. I hope, I hope four hours get it done, but uh, I could see it going either way. Really, I could too. I, I for some reason I just have a feeling Kansas City's got this one. Yeah. For some reason. It's just, you know, one of them things. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, won't, I just want to see a good game. Yeah. I want to see a good game and good commercials. Not stupid <laughs> commercials. Who's playing halftime, you know? Is it Usher? Is it? He's. I think he is, yeah. He's somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, want to thank our good friends over at Fresh Chef. Fresh Chef. Uh, if you're in the uh, Race City area, guys, head over to Fresh Chef um, up in the Mooresville, Concord, Cornelius. Uh, there's a Fresh Chef somewhere around you over there. Head over to Fresh Chef, guys. You, you get you some shrimp and grits. That's perfect this time of year. Good old shrimp and grits. Theirs are good, too. Man, I love them. Uh, they always got daily specials, what's going on over there, soups and drinks and everything. Head over to Fresh Chef. Uh, you'll love it, I promise. Also, Rev Max racing apparel guys rev max racing apparel uh i need to get in touch with him now connor said he needs a yep. new suit yep i'm in desperate need of a new suit here so I have to how long have you been wearing that one you check got? him out three or four years now it's been, so. it's been several years <laughs> at least every it must year it's been a little big when you got it no nah, i mean i haven't, you just ain't I haven't grown. grown a whole lot but it, it's it was good it was a it was a hand-me-down sort of but a very lightly used one so it was uh it worked out good though. So it's time for a new one. So yep. everybody, if you're looking for a suit, head over to Rev Max Racing Apparel. Uh, they'll hook you up uh, for sure. They got some of the best looking stuff out there. Uh, good turnaround times. So head over to Rev Max Racing Apparel. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, all those good places. Uh, go check them out. Also, MPM Marketing. www.marketwithmpm.com. 
dot com. Uh, go over there and talk to Tanya. Uh, if you are in the game, you getting in the game. Um, you want to go big in the game <laughs> of racing. Uh, you need a good marketing group behind you. There's none better than MPM Marketing. Head over to, like I said, www.marketwithmpm.com. Uh, get with Tanya over there. Also, I mean, she she does great digital uh, design work. Um, your social media, she's got you covered. Uh, she gets you in front of the sponsors. You need to be the team owners. Anybody that you need to be in front of, you need to be seen by. That's who she gets you in front of. So y'all head over to... Uh, head over there, talk to Tanya. Check her out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, all that good stuff too. She's on there too, so uh, go check her out. Also, Dixie Made, right here in Florence, South Carolina. While you're here for the icebreaker this weekend, swing over to Dixie Made. Um, right here by the flea market, just down ninety five from the from the racetrack there. Uh, guys, so many guys and girls for sure. Uh, so many cool brands they got over there. Um, uh, simply Southern. I know all the ladies like. Um, I saw they had some coolers over there. Some simply Southern coolers. Um, saw they had some some po- purses, pocketbooks, whatever you want to call them, of all different types over there. Um, uh, all you duck hunters, you want to go get some camo? They got some over there. Uh, Drake jackets y'all like. Uh, Axis waterfowl. All that good stuff. Y'all head over to uh, Dixie Made right here in Florence, South Carolina. Tell them we sent you. All right. Um, so, guess we'll be at a racetrack. We? Yep. We'll be there. We'll be there watching some racing. Yep. Um, plenty to be seen. Guess we'll, I'll probably be out there early talking to some guys, watching some practice and see what we got going on. See what, who's going to be fast. Who's going to... Uh, Who's gonna do what? All right, out of who you know is gonna be there, throw out a throw out a winner. Ooh, that's gonna be tough. Um, I think I'm gonna stick with my 400 pick. I'm gonna say Sam Yarbrough. I think he's got. I think he's due for one here soon. He is. He is. He's. I think he, he was good and then kind of faded there late. So uh, I think he. I think he's about due for a, another big win. He is. Um, I'm gonna go with one that has. Been at it here past couple years, and seemingly been good, um, but probably gonna be a fan favorite out there. I think it's time for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Think so? Get him a win, and late model stops coming back. I'd, I'd be happy with it. I would too. I think it'd be good. It'd be. It'd just be cool, you know, to see if I. It would one. be cool. It would be cool. You can kind of storybook your. Uh, YouTube, yeah, <laughs> there his uh he got he's, had some, he's had some good runs. Oh yeah, he's definitely had some good runs. I th- I really think the um twenty twenty two um four hundred. Yeah, I think if he wouldn't have you know gotten to all the stuff he got into, yeah. I think he could have been right there up front. I ain't gonna say win, but I think he had a solid top three car. Oh yeah, that day. Um. Matt Grantham says his boy Matt Cox. I'd love to see that boy. I'd love to see Matt Cox win that race. Um, that'd be that'd be super cool. Um, that's that's the thing is got some buddies over there <laughs> running. And it's like man, I want to see all y'all win. Um, but Matt Cox for sure. I, I, and I think he can get it done. Oh yeah, about anybody I mean, track champion. Yeah. Um, you can't hardly make a bad pick really. 
No, you can't. Yeah, I, I think it's. You think it's going to come down to attrition this race, or I, this race is always totally it. different. Yeah, in the four hundred. I don't. Think, I don't see a whole lot of attrition, but I yeah. think. I think it'll just be you know who's got the long run car and who, who makes the right moves win. I think so too. I think. I think tire conservation to some extent. But you can't, like you were saying earlier. I don't think you can conserve too much. I think you got yeah. to, you got to stay in that top, top pack, that top five at least oh, yeah. to have a chance at it. I believe. Cool. All right. Well, I reckon. Uh, I reckon. See you out there. Hope to see yeah. all y'all out there. Uh, y'all, let us know if y'all are coming. Um, if not, check it out on Flow Racing. We'll be on Flow Racing. Um, it, it pretty much from. Uh, I think from qualifying all the way up, usually should yep. be on flow racing. So uh, y'all check it out if you're not able to make it down to the track. Uh, but like I said, temperature wise, looks like it's going to be a a nice day out Good there deep. Saturday. Um, there is a chance of that, like you said, that R word. But <laughs> as always, it's so. always, and I'm telling you, um, I really don't think we're going to have to worry about that too much. I don't care if it does precipitate a little <laughs> <laughs> um that's this race is still gonna happen guys um th there's not enough chance of it and not it's not gonna be very widespread at all so i it wouldn't surprise me we don't even see any rain uh so y'all come on um don't be scared uh i think it's gonna be better weather than last year oh yeah um for sure so last year was cold and raining misty oh, yeah. all day <laughs> uh this year it's supposed to be i think in the 70s that's what Good i saw deal. so It'd be nice. Um, all right, guys. Appreciate y'all um, hanging out with us as y'all do every week. Uh, I guess uh, I guess either we'll see y'all at Florence Motor Speedway this weekend or we'll talk to y'all next week. Later.